I'm Danny Levy and this is Digital Transformation and Leadership. So back in March, I decided to launch the Digital Transformation and Leadership podcast. It was completely new to me and like a lot of digital initiatives was brought about by COVID-19 and working from home. I wanted to learn a new skill whilst at the same time being able to talk to customers and clients on a regular basis. I've now recorded over 10 episodes of the podcast and it's had a great response. So thank you for listening so far and helping me grow the show. If you do like it, I'd really appreciate it if you could leave a five-star rating on Apple Podcasts. I know it can be annoying when podcasts ask you to leave five-star ratings, but it really does help with the rankings and it allows others to be able to find the show more easily. So if you have the time and you're feeling generous, please do leave a five-star rating on that. Since I've now recorded over 10 episodes, I wanted to break up the interview format for today's show and share some of my own thoughts around why you should start and grow a podcast. I did a post on this topic on LinkedIn last week, and it got a really great response. And I also received a number of private messages asking me about it and asking lots of follow-up questions, which got me thinking that it would make a really good podcast episode. Of course, it's still very early days in my podcast journey, but I wanted to share four things I've learned so far that might help any listeners out there that are thinking about starting their own podcast. The first point is that it adds a deep and meaningful layer to the story of who you are. So what do I mean by that? Well, it allows you to tell not only your business story, but your personal story as well. And I think we've seen this when we look at platforms like LinkedIn, where you have a company page, but you've also got your personal LinkedIn page. And one thing I've noticed is that when you're pushing out content from your company page, the engagement, the comments, the traction that that post generally gets is a lot, lot lower than when you're pushing out content from your own personal page. And why is that? Well, I think it's because people want to connect with people. They want to see a smiling face and they want to feel like they're having that that personal touch. And you can see there's there's lots of uh, personalities on LinkedIn uh, that are doing this very well. They're pushing out content from their personal pages and it's generating huge engagement, you know, lots of comments you can see flying back and forth. And that's very, very powerful, not only just because it, it builds the profile of that person, but also the company behind it. So if I'm working for a, an SEO company, and I'm pushing out lots of fantastic content about um, how you build your SEO and how you can be, be top ranking on Google. And then people see that content, but then they look a little bit further and they see the person behind that content is someone that maybe has their own SEO company. Well, you're much more likely to then want to get in touch with that person to find out more. And maybe you'll think, hey, why shouldn't we be working with this person if it's our SEO that we want to improve? So I think it's it's really the same when you're when you're thinking about whether you should launch a podcast. It's that it gives you um, personally a really great opportunity to tell your story and to really resonate with with the listeners. And, and something you can think about is the one the one constant on a podcast is actually the host. So it's the host that's the same on, on each and every episode. Uh, I know some podcasts would have multiple co-hosts, um, but generally most podcasts will have one co-host, which is the consistent person. And, and that's an opportunity for you to build a relationship. And if you can be if you can be passionate, if you really care about what you're doing, 
if you're bringing a lot of love, you know, to each and every episode, I think the listeners will get that. They will they will appreciate that, and they're much more likely to tune in and maybe give you a break if you if you get a few things wrong or maybe you say the wrong thing. I think if you're passionate and you're really enjoying what you're doing, that really resonates not only with the guests that you have onto the show, but also with the with the listeners, and that will will help you slowly and surely build up your build up your listener base and, and build up those that are that are listening to the show. So the first point really is you know think about developing a story for who you are uh, it gives the listeners a great chance to see a behind the curtain look uh, at your company at what you're doing um, you know that you wouldn't otherwise be able to share and it will help them to resonate and, and just build trust and, and you know building trust really really helps when you're trying to to build um, a business and, and generate new leads so the first point is you know really think about it for developing the story of who you are the second point I wanted to talk about is you'll have the chance to pick the brains of some of the most talented people in your niche. So what do I mean here? So you really have to, to take a step back and think about what you're passionate about, but also who you're targeting. So who do you want to have on your show? Is it marketing? Is it sales? Is it technology? Who do you want to be speaking to? Who do you want to be picking the brains of? Who do you want to be generating relationships with? And then, you know, getting them onto your show is a great way to understand more about your niche uh, and also really appreciate what those that are that are in the trenches, that are doing it every day, um, that have got the scars and that have, have generally, you know, had the, had the failures and have the really, really tactical things to share. You know, that's going to really help accelerate your subject matter knowledge, um, especially if, like me, I'm, I'm the managing director of a business, so I spend a lot of my time internally looking so speaking to our internal customers and, and sometimes I miss that um, I miss that language or I miss talking to to our external customers so for me it's been a fantastic way to still be talking to our external customers regularly to be to be building that subject matter knowledge to be staying fresh um, I think a lot of people worry that uh, if they start a podcast They've got this fear that people will say no to them, that they won't be able to get the guests they want to get onto the show. But what I've seen is if you're, if you're providing a platform for them to tell their story in an open and honest way, they'll definitely be interested in, in coming onto the podcast because people want to be able to share what they've done. They want a platform. They want recognition. Uh, and if you're enabling them to do that and you're doing it in a fun you know, low lift way, you shouldn't be making it too heavy lift. You shouldn't be reaching out to people with, you know, five pages of A4 and, and making it very difficult for them to collaborate with you. If you can keep it simple, uh, keep it fun and let them tell their story in an open and honest way, you know, uh, you're going to get guests that want to come onto the show. Uh, the other thing I've noticed, which has been very helpful, is uh, you'll quickly figure out the language of the people that you want to target which is very helpful when it comes to writing copy for for your niche. So, for example, if you're targeting heads of e-commerce or heads of digital marketing, uh, what is what is the language that they use? Uh, and by talking to them, you know, doing the pre-prep interview call where you agree on content, but then also getting into the content on the show itself and having that kind of 30 to 60 minute high level conversation, you'll quickly figure out the language that they're using. Uh, and this is very helpful when you come to write copy, because when you're writing copy or if your marketing's writing, marketing team is writing copy 
to appeal to that niche. Uh, you don't want to come across like a newbie, like a noob in gaming. So I think having the podcast there, you know, having that audio recording for your marketing and sales teams to listen to is a fantastic way for them to quickly figure out what is it, what is the language that our target customers are using and how can we integrate this into our sales calls, into our marketing calls and also into our sales and marketing copy. So that's been another great thing that I've noticed coming out of the podcast uh, for us internally. And the last thing really is if you surround yourself with experts, people will start to view you as an expert in that particular niche topic, uh, which will lead to other opportunities. So if you're talking to uh, heads of digital transformation or very senior leaders like I've been doing for this podcast, you'll build up your subject matter knowledge. You'll accelerate that very quickly. You'll, you'll be able to talk in the same language. But you'll start to see people reaching out through social media, through email uh, to actually offer you opportunities, whether that's writing opportunities, speaking opportunities uh, or just leads, business leads for your company. As I touched on in point one, you know, people will start to see you telling your story. They'll start to see you building your profile as an expert and then they'll start to look behind you as a person. If you're doing that first point, well, to look at what your company's doing and if you're doing the first point one and point two well that I've just gone through, people will then be much more likely to want to partner with your business because you're giving your your business a, a face, you're humanizing your brand by having this voice uh, on your podcast and building up that expertise and, and building those relationships. Uh, you'll surround yourself with other experts, which which will make you come across as an expert. So the third point I wanted to talk about um, is it'll allow you to build relationships with your guests and there's a there's a guy called James Carberry who's written a brilliant book on this topic it's called content-based networking which I'd highly highly recommend reading if you're if you're interested in this topic uh, and I mean the book talks about so many useful things he has his own podcast which is called uh, B2B growth but the, in the book the main idea is the power of using a podcast to build relationships with the guests that come onto your show and the best leaders in business obviously have very big and powerful networks uh, that they they know how to leverage when they need to. And certainly I've seen that, you know, by hosting a podcast, it's a brilliant way to form deep and trusting relationships with the guests that you have on. And I really think this is because um, and obviously James talks about this in the book as well. But from what I have seen, this is, you know, you're collaborating on content and there is kind of the, you know, you'll scratch my back and I'll scratch yours mentality. So, you know, if you're getting someone in, onto your podcast, what's in it for the person you're getting onto the show? Well, you know, like I touched on before, they get to tell their story. You're giving them a platform. Um, they're going to get recognition for the work they've done, uh, which is which is fantastic and can lead to other opportunities. And for yourself, you're generating uh, great content, which is our next point that you can use in your own business. Uh, giving your business a voice, you're, you're humanizing it. So it's really a win-win. Um, and this collaboration can can really easily lead to, you know, some pretty deep and, and meaningful relationships. Uh, and in the book, James also talks about, you know, thinking about who your target customers are. So if you're targeting maybe VPs of marketing or, or, or heads of marketing or whether it's heads of sales, uh, using the podcast as a way to to get these job titles onto your show, to get these people onto your show, to form relationships with them, to interview them, 
to really open up uh, a very trusting and, and honest conversation. And then once you've done that, if you do that well, you can then talk about some of the benefits of partnership. So, so why they might work with your company after you've already collaborated on the content. And I think this is great because it's it's reverse engineering the sales process almost because, you know, what's the normal sales process? You might have your sales team or if you're in sales, you, you'll reach out to your target customer and you'll talk about, you know, your company and why they should work with you and what your product is and why you're so amazing. Uh, and you'll try and figure out some of their pain points if you do it well and you'll go into that. But it's it's much harder to to get that person to open up, to build trust, to build a relationship when clearly there's something in it for you. You know, you're trying to generate a deal or a sale. Whereas with this approach, you're getting people on to collaborate on content. Um, you're not asking them to, to buy anything from you. You're just focusing on the content and the relationship. And if you do the relationship part well and you generate great content and you make them smile in the process, hopefully either they'll they'll be more inclined to buy from you or listen to to what, what it is, the service that you offer within that niche that you've got them on for. And, and even if they're not ready to buy from you, but you've just done the process well and you've made them feel good and you've made them smile in the process, there's a much better chance that they'll come back to you later when they're ready to buy. So it really generates kind of deep meaningful relationships with those people that you're you're trying to target, um, which will either make them buy now or later if, if you've done it well. And it, and it just expands your professional network. And, you know, we all know that the best leaders can really tap into and leverage their network when they need to. Uh, if they're going through good times or bad times, they can often reach out and, and there's someone in their network that can help them with a particular issue or problem that they might be facing. And again, the podcast just helps you really accelerate the quality of your network uh, because you're, as I say, you're collaborating over something that's quite powerful. You're collaborating over content with your guests. So really point three is around um, building relationships with your guests, uh, content-based networking, as, as James Carberry called it in his, in his great book. So the last point I wanted just to get into um, was around content generation. So again, a lot of companies, marketers, in particular seem to struggle to generate high quality content it's it's something that you know leaders will always go to their marketing team and say hey we need to generate more content uh, and marketing have to go away and, and figure out you know who they need to speak to or how they generate it internally um, they have to figure out what are the different pillars of content that they need to build from uh, and you can start off with very good intentions and what I've seen from from working in my own business is that it can start off very well often and then and then content can fall away because you know other stuff gets in the way uh, of generating that content other responsibilities from marketing uh, gets in the way and uh, the content isn't always flowing so i think the great thing with a with a podcast is that you're not just generating a 30 to 60 minute audio recording um, there's so many ways you can slice and dice and repurpose and use the podcast interview uh, to generate high quality content for your business for your marketing team across uh, a number of different channels if you do it well so the first thing is if you if you record the um the audio recording as in video record it 
you can turn it into a YouTube video or you could have it posted on your website. You could push it across social media. You could use the video on, on LinkedIn, on, on Facebook, on Instagram. Uh, obviously, no one's going to watch a 60 minute video, but you could you can cut the video down across social into kind of a 30 to 90 second clip to kind of get people interested in listening or watching the show or driving traffic to your to your website. So video is really powerful. You can cut the audio recording down into smaller segments and use the shorter versions uh, to resonate with with a certain subsection of your target customers. Or maybe you can use the cut down audio recording again across social uh, like LinkedIn that will help you drive traffic and it can act as a, a snippet almost like a like a trailer for the episode um, so you get people interested you can put a bit of branding on there as well with some of the tools available uh, so you could have your, your company logo or, or your face on there which is probably better because you want to make it personal um, and then it's got the the different kind of audio scrolling audio moving across it which I've seen lots of people uh, posting on on LinkedIn uh, the other thing you can do is you can turn it into blog articles, to white papers. You can post that across, again, LinkedIn, social media, and on your website. You can push it out to your uh, email database, uh, host it on your newsletter. So if you, if, you, if you have a newsletter, the podcast is brilliant for your newsletter. If you don't have a newsletter, I think when you start a podcast, it's a fantastic way to get a newsletter started. Uh, so you can ha either have links to the, the podcast recording on the newsletter. You can have uh, the repurposed blog on the newsletter. You could have um, the white papers on the newsletter. You can you can cut down the podcast further. So if you've got a, a 60 minute recording, there might just be something that resonates really well with your team. So I think, again, um, you're biased when you listen back to the recording. So for you, what might be super interesting is not necessarily what's going to resonate best with the listeners. So having your your team listen to the recording afterwards and then asking them or, or, or getting them to pull out and pick out what's most interesting to them can also help you cut down the recording further or just pull out really useful snippets of information that are actually the most actionable takeaways. Um, which your, which your marketing team can put onto your, your newsletters, uh, which go out. So newsletters is really good. You can also start a specific podcast newsletter, um, which works well. So uh, sitting alongside maybe your normal company newsletter, you could just have a, a podcast newsletter that goes out bi-weekly or monthly, which might feature kind of the four episodes you've recorded that month, uh, and then some of the key highlights from the podcast episodes, which could direct people to listen to them or to read the, the blogs and white papers and articles that you've written uh, that have come out of the recordings. So again, that's really powerful and very easy to do once you've done the recordings. Uh, and the other thing that, that works well, I think, when you're repurposing the content is, is trying to make the episodes as tactical as possible. So if you can, if you can agree with the guest uh, ahead of the recording, uh, a specific topic that they're passionate about, or maybe it's a book that they've written, or something that would just resonate with the listeners that you have, with the niche that you have, um, make it tactical because you're asking people to give up uh, 30 minutes, 60 minutes of their time. What do people want to go away with? They want to go away with uh, really actionable new ideas that they can incorporate into their own company uh, that will help them fast track or overcome a problem that they might be facing. Uh, and I think... Um, more general interviews are, are good. You can follow that format and you can talk through people's journeys and where they, how they got where they are and 
lessons that they've learned along the way. But I think it's easier for listeners to draw out tactical points if you agree agree that ahead of time, ahead of time. And it's also then easier for your internal team to to pull out a really good piece of content if there's already a specific topic uh, and tactical points that were agreed because they're able to then um, pull that out very easily when they're repurposing the content. And those tactical points will, will potentially also draw more interest uh, when people are, are looking or scrolling and deciding whether they want to read your content or not. So again, think about making the episodes tactical because uh, A, it will encourage people to listen to them. So if you're looking at things like Apple Podcasts or Spotify, what, what actually draws you in to listen to an episode, often it's the title of the episode. Uh, a lot of people base whether they want to listen to it just on the title. So if it's very tactical with clear takeaways, people are more likely to listen to it. And then if people are going to read your, your article uh, on the episode, then again, they're more likely to do it if there's some clear tactical takeaways that they're going to get um, coming out of that after that time that they've read it. So then I think the other thing you just need to remember is that your customers can take so much from your podcast. And the key thing is just to get started. While you have, might have some people that are interested to listen to a whole episode or a series of them, there might be others that will just take a small section of the episode or one particular quote that you might have said that's inspirational for them. So that's really it. That were, They were the, the four points that I wanted to, to talk through today, some of the key learnings I've had uh, on this journey since I started the, the Digital Transformation and Leadership podcast um, back in March. So, so really, it's, you know, the first point is that it adds a deep and meaningful layer to the story of who you are. Uh, the second is that you'll have a chance to pick the brains of some of the most talented people in your niche. The third is that it allows you to build relationships with your guests. And the last point is that it's really a powerhouse for content generation. And there's no better time than right now to, to get started in your own podcast journey. There's free tools like Anchor FM, which make it really easy to record and distribute your podcast. And just think about what you're passionate about and who you're targeting or want to be in front of, uh, whether it's marketing, you know, sales or technology, and get them onto your show. Don't worry about them saying no to you. If you're providing a platform for them to tell their story in an open and honest way, there will be interest. It's a, it's a content collaboration. It's a win-win. Uh, you know, there's a lot in it for the guests that you're getting onto the show in terms of being able to tell their story, giving them a platform, um, giving them recognition for the work they're doing and, and having that content repurposed and pushed out and really raising their profile. You know, it's, it's, it's a win-win. So don't worry about people saying no to you. Uh, and I think in the beginning, the other thing to think about is, as well is it's not all about listener numbers. You know, so think about using it to build valuable relationships and how you can repurpose it into so many different types of content, which we talked through. Uh, for me, I, I honestly wondered how we generated so much content before we had the podcast. So it's, it's really powerful for that. Uh, and in time, your listener numbers will grow, but that's not what you should concern you in the beginning. It's the relationships and the content generation that are really the, the golden nuggets. And finally, just believe in yourself. I think if you do that, others will as well. Thanks for listening. Hope you got a lot of value out of today's episode. We're back to the normal format next week. So we'll be talking around innovation and digital transformation again with my guest. Have a great week.
the Digital Transformation and Leadership Podcast is a Blue Aurora Media Production.